Hello, hello, hello everyone. This is Tony Moore just having a conversation with regards to money mindset. You know, one day I'm going to have this money mindset mastery. I'm actually building out the wealthier school where we're going to talk about money and mindset and moves, moves that you make, you know. Uh, but I wanted to have this conversation, right? Oh, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining. If you have any questions, you know where the, where the conversation is. So definitely feel free to join me there with that conversation. But I want you to have this moment moment to just understand and appreciate that that with regards to money and mindset money and mindset I'm a god girl so I usually always intertangle in the sacred scriptures with conversations with regards to why aren't we why aren't we the head and not the tail why aren't we the lender and not the bar why when it comes to money we always talk about what we haven't been taught as opposed to teaching ourselves what we need to know so that we can up level our money game you know so when we're having the conversations with regards to money and power and blessings and mindset you know i also want you to understand that it's still some moves that you have to make you know it's one thing to hear it's another thing to 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 wait for other people to help you out and then, then it's another to also be like where you need to be with regards to making a difference for your life where do you need to be to make a difference for your life why do i have this conversation about money it's not that i'm obsessed so much with regards to money but you know even in Ecclesiastes 10 19 we're reminded that money answers all things right and people want to come at me with regards to it but I'm like look if you need to see a doctor if you need to see a lawyer if your ministry needs money you know if you if you need to um if your kid gets sick if you know if you're going to be the lender not the borrower you're going to live above and not beneath if you're going to help the widows with regards to what they need or you're going to help feed the hungry or you're going to shelter other people what does that look like to you and it's not just with mindset you know it's not like I have a clear mindset, you know, I track wealth, I'm a money magnet. No, you still have to make moves. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, we have to always understand and appreciate that our money can either bless us or it can curse us. So what we do with money can either bless us or curse us. How we spend our money can either bless us or curse us. How we build our business can either bless us or curse us. How we're dealing with our legacy with regards to our wealth, with regards to our storehouse, with regards to putting up money for our retirement, you know, that's either going to bless us or curse us. And, and here's the thing, here's the thing, is that when you realize that you are the CEO of your destiny when you realize that every good thing that you want requires something for you to do now when you realize that every net next level goodness mercy grace and every next level blessings every next like level miracles it all depends on what you do now what you do now so when i ask is your money blessing or or cursing you is your mindset blessing you or cursing you what you said what you learned even that subconscious thinking and teaching is it blessing you or cursing you is it is it so much so that you you get so stuck let me just use myself as an example i kind of got stuck for a while because i had the the unfortunate of abandonment issues of being raised and reared by people who were not my parents you know having something in my womb when my mom you know chose another man to be my father because my father didn't 
not step up. You know, those are all of those spiritual entanglements that kept me tied up, you know, and, and I didn't know what was holding me back. I didn't know that, you know, I felt worthless. You know, I didn't know that I did not like myself because I felt as though I was always asking other people to do something that my parents wouldn't do for me. Come on, somebody. I didn't know that that ended up coming into my adult life. I didn't know that sometimes I overcompensated. I didn't know that sometimes I will pull out equity so I can keep up with the Joneses and being keeping up with the Joneses. I had just as much debt, if not more, trying to be like people who could care less about me. So when I ask, is your money mindset, is it blessing you or cursing you? That's really something that you have to dig deep and assess your ways, assess how you handle it, how, assess how you talk about money, assess what you do when it comes to money, assess your energy around money. So much so I even wrote this book, we call it Sanctify Your Money, right? Because here's the thing, well, I, I thought that maybe if you separated the money, right? If you separated the money from, um, from the, by saying, you know what, I'm going to set this apart. I'm going to bless it. I'm going to do good works with it. I'm going to bless other people with it. I'm going to be the head not to tell with it. I'm going to be the lender, not the borrower with it. I'm going to be a philanthropist. I'm going to be powerful instead of pitiful with it. I'm not going to worry about money. I'm just going to work on my own soul salvation, including my own financial miracle blessings with the money. Then when we started to have those different type of conversations, I realized that I didn't have to ask permission. I need you to understand, you don't have to ask permission to prosper. Do you understand that you don't have to ask permission to prosper? See, my God said that he has already poured out his blessings upon all of us, men and women, right? He has already given us the spirit of wanting more because he's already designed us to be fruitful, and to multiply, to 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 understand and appreciate that we have something that that brilliance inside of us that we can help other people. You've already gone through a process that you can help other people. You can already serve other people. You can already bless other people the same way you do for others at your job, your job that keeps you just over broke. It's the same thing that you can do for yourself as the CEO, the chief executive officer in your business. But here's the thing, if you've always been cultivated to think like sheep and walk like sheep and talk like sheep and breed like sheep and follow like sheep and ask permission like sheep and look for people to lead you like sheep, then you won't lead yourself into a better legacy. You won't build a better legacy. You won't be who you need to be to lead your own way of success, to trailblaze your own financial breakthroughs, right? So it gets to the point where I get to the point where you start looking at Jeremiah 31, 22, or you start looking at the point of Jeremiah 33, 3, where God says, ask of me and I will provide the answers for you. Ask of me, ask of me, ask of me. Why am I, um, why am I always suffering? Ask of me, why am I always borrowing money? Why am I always um, a hustler when it comes to how I'm dealing with money? Ask of me, why am I already always indebted to other people? Ask of me, why, why don't I ask for the check? Ask of me, why am I breaking myself? asking me why am I bankrupting myself asking me why am I not a philanthropist why asking me why you got to ask of God why is your mindset breaking you why is it burdening you why is it not allowing you to be a better version of yourself ask of the Lord and he will direct your path some of us moan and complain about what we don't have as opposed to have the audacity to ask of God who are you supposed to be right now how do you operate in your worthiness in the wholeness of who he made you to be ask of me 
Ask me. Ask me what is holding you back. What is setting your mind so stuck in the bankruptcy and impoverished state? What is keeping you from prospering? What is keeping you from being the head and not to tell? What is keeping you from not bossing up like Zelophehe's daughter and saying, look, my father may have sinned. Look, my husband probably don't get it. Look, I don't have any brothers or I do have brothers. But guess what? I'm also the beneficiary of this blessing. Ask of me. And most of us don't ask because we, we have been cultivated to be compliant and to be complicit and to be complacent in where we are. But if you want to get out of your comfort zone so that you can grow into your glory zone, then you're going to have to ask of the Lord, where am I supposed to be? Ask of the Lord, how do I become a trailblazer? Ask of the Lord, how do I become better? Ask of the Lord, how do I make myself a legacy financial trailblazer so that I can offer something to my my children. I know I didn't come from wealth, but I know wealth can come through me. I know that I was impoverished, but I know that I don't have to have a broke mentality. I know that people used to tell me to to that money don't grow on trees, but now that I know that I can provide from and I can bankroll my brilliance, help me to be a better version of myself. Ask of me. Huh. If this was a preaching lesson, I'd be like, what are you asking the Lord when it comes to your legacy? What are you asking the Lord when it comes to the wealth within yourself? What are you asking the Lord so that you can enrich yourself from the inside out? What are you asking the Lord so that you can be a better version of yourself? What are you asking of the Lord? So guess what? This too shall pass. That the debt mentality can pass. That impoverished can pass. By looking for all everybody to be your miracle worker can pass. But ask of me. Ask of me. God always says, ask of me. So when we talk about money and we talk about mindset, what moves are you making? How are you going to master the success that God has already laid up for you? How are you going to master yourself and your steps so that you don't be so piss poor broke all the way around? How are you going to master so that you're not always in exhortation mode, that you ignore implementation mode? How is it going to be from exhortation to evaluation mode so that you can get to the elevation mode? Ask of me, ask of God is that if he's going to direct your path, if he's telling you to invest in seven, if not eight streams of income, and you still haven't done a one, ask of God, what is holding you back? Ask of God, how can you be a better person? Ask of God, how you can work out your own salvation. Ask of God, how you, you can multiply what he put inside of you. Ask of God, how you can own the brand, you know, because here's the thing. You don't have to be the Jill of all trades. You don't always have to be working and waiting for other people to rescue you. You can ask of God, what do I need to do to become a better version of myself? Who do I need to be? How am I supposed to bankroll my brilliance? How am I supposed to show up? Who do you have me to be right now? Who am I called to serve right now? Where do I need to go? What my profit margins look like? Because when you get to the point where you stop watching and waiting for someone to deliver you out of your situation and and stop waiting for someone to tell you that you're validated that you're worthy of success that you're worthy of popularity that you're worthy of having a business that you're worthy of asking for the invoice that you're worthy of coaching that you're worthy of starting your business that you're worthy of asking money for your nonprofit then guess what you will take yourself out of that situation where you bankroll yourself, the situation where you stop bankrolling yourself and stop cursing yourself and start allowing yourself to be the better version of yourself. 
even when I do my research, you know, with regards to not even in biblical research, but in business research, and I'm just looking at, you know, when they talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'm just like, you know what, at the end of the day, get pay me an equity, pay me the respect, pay me the, 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 what I need, pay me the licensing fee, pay me the attention that I need, pay me by opening up the doors, because here's the thing, when you get paid in equity, then they will put you at the table, because that means that they think that you're worthy of being part of that team. But if you want other people to just see and appreciate the diversity that you bring and include you into the conversation, but you're not getting paid in equity, then you still going to be bankrupt. You still going to not have the money. Like in this world that we live in where everybody is demanding a piece of the pie or they want income and influence and influence and inclusion and, 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 and I don't need you to understand that you got to get your mind right to get your money right. When you get your mind right and say, you know what, I'm worthy of this check. You know what? I am a difference maker. I, you know, I'm a different, a differentiator. You know what? My services bring value to the table. You know what? I do provide results. When you get to that point in your life, then guess what? Hey, you don't ever have to worry about asking for permission. You don't ever have to worry about someone validating you. See, when you allow yourself, as I wrote in my book, uh, Up Level Your Life, as I wrote in my book, Up Level Your Life, I'm like, look, at the end of the day, you're going to have to bet on yourself. You're going to have to overcome your obstacles. You're going to have to master your pieces. What is that piece of the puzzle that you can do based on what you see? Based on what you see. See, that money mindset, sometimes people make us think that there's an imposter that we're imposing as someone who we're not, that we're impostering, we're imposing on something, uh, an ideal ideology, we're imposing on our potential when we don't even know what's possible. You know what? But I need you to rebuke the imposter syndrome because when you are operating in the fullness of who you are, then there is no imposition for the position, you know, because you're already possible, you already made, you're already blessed and highly favored, you already are the one who is supposed to be fruitful and multiply. You are already who God created you to be. You are already a money magnet. You are already worthy. You are already whole. You are already wealthy. You are already, you know, worry-free. You are already wonderful because God already created you to be fearfully and wonderfully made to do the thing that you desire to do because that's exactly what you were designed to do. You got to get to that point where you have changed that mindset around. See, your brain don't know the difference between what you think and what you see. And because your brain doesn't know the difference between what you think and what you see, then you're going to have to think upon the things that's going to bless you. Think upon the things that you want to see. Think upon the things that is going to make you better. Think upon the things that is going to bless you with regards to your returning things around that is going to benefit you. Think upon those things, not the things that broke you, not the things that left you, not the things and the people who don't even give a darn about you, but you're thinking about the things you think about the habits you think about the intellectual property you think about the niche that's got your name on it that's going to help you make you rich think about the gifting and how other people will be blessed from it think upon the solution think upon those things I need you to turn your brain around because your brain doesn't know. You are the master of that brain power. You the master of what you think about because what you think about is what you bring about. What you bring about is what you thought about. And if you don't like what you brought about, then you're going to have to change your ways. Even in Romans, not to be preachy up in here, but even in Romans, and if anybody have a question, this is about the time to start asking questions. But even in Romans, God pretty much said that, guess what? You... At the end of the day, that you don't be conformed by the things of this world. You got to think about what you bring about. You got to think about what you bring about. 
You got to think about what you bring about. If you're thinking about what mama said, what mama didn't do, if you think about the things that killed your spirit, if you think about the things about what people wouldn't allow you to do, then you're going to keep bringing about the pain of your existence. But when you think about that you're blessed, so as you think about that you're highly favored, then when you think about that you're whole, that you think about that you're worthy, that you think about that you're wealthy, that you think about that you have what it takes to be greater than great. You have what it takes to work out your own financial salvation. So you got to get to the point. It's not no longer going to be about someone delivering you out of your debt. You don't want debt. You, you start looking, how do I get rid of debt? You, one, you stop bringing in more debt. And two, you work out a financial plan so that you can reduce your debt, right? And then you work out a financial plan so you can make more money so that the thing that you owe, you have less going into what you owe and more going into what you own. And you master, excuse me, you mastered your own financial salvation with regards to it because numbers don't lie. At the end of the day, numbers don't lie. At the end of the day, you're responsible for you. At the end of the day, you're responsible for what you allow to come through you. At the end of the day, you're responsible for whether or not you're going to be broke or you're going to be blessed. If you're going to be creative or you're going to be cursed. If you're going to be living by default or if you're going to be living by design. If you're going to elevate and work out your own salvation or you're going to just always be exclaiming what God didn't do, what other people didn't do, what other people won't do for you. What are you going to do for you? How are you going to work things out for you? How are you going to be a better person for you? How are you going to work out your own salvation for you? How are you going to work out your own miracles for you? How are you going to do the things that you need to do to let other people know that you're, you're worthy for you? See, at the end of the day, you get a chance to turn these things around. You get a chance to just not be a damsel in distress because you up-level your success by working out your own soul salvation. If not you, who? If not you, who? If not you, who? If not you, who? Because if your mom couldn't do it, your dad couldn't do it, your grandmom couldn't do it, your great, 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 great grandmom couldn't do it, but you still live it on earth, you're still being so that you can become. As long as you're breathing, you can become. As long as you're believing, you can become. As long as you allow yourself to work out your own salvation, you can become. Hey girl, hey, how are you doing? So at the end of the day, I need you to understand that the presence of the presence of your brilliance that you're worthy of being who you want to be, who you claim to be in this day and age. But no one's going to do better for you. No one's going to do more for you. No one's even going to help you to break through that money blocks that is keeping you broke and stuck and stinky thoughts, you know, and even bankrupt. Been there, done that. And I used to create, I used to curse myself by thinking, all I need is $500. Guess what I got? I just got $500. Then I said, oh, wait, I need more than 500. I need a thousand. Guess what I got? A thousand. But then when I took the limits off of God and I said, you know what, God, I, I, it's not even about 500,000. It's like any way you bless me because I know that I am worthy of living that dream of being the CEO of my business and also the fiduciary of my legacy. I'm worthy of not having to worry about what I learned as the foster kid, as the abandoned woman and the poverty when I was eating off the of grounds and snatching up people's lunches. I don't have to be her anymore. I can be who I want to be. And as long as you allow yourself to be who you believe that God wants you to be, <laughs> as long as you allow yourself to be worthy of more, to be worthy of 
more love and power and success, more worthy of more clients, more worthy of living debt free, of worthy of the trips or anything that looks like success for you. And that's what you'll bring about because we think about what we bring about. We is so if our money, our our mind and our, you know, and our outcomes and our niche and our energy and ourselves, ourselves as the broken person or traumatized person or the person who thought that someone's going to pick us up or turn us around or like me, thinking that a man was going to be the financial plan. I figured if I met someone who had a good family and a good, you know, good credit and good this and good that and good loving and good back and good um, that one day I get a chance to be who I wanted to be. But even after I got all of that, I realized that it wasn't about them. It's all about me.